This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. everybody, welcome to this media conference with Jordan Pickford from St George's Park. Uh, a reminder to everybody that this is embargoed from 6am tomorrow morning, with another short section embargoed until 10.30pm tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, so we'll start with Rob Dorsey when you're ready. Good to see you, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Good man. Um, you've had quite a season with Everton, I wonder if you've had a chance to sit and reflect on it, any chance yet? Yeah, it's been, been a bit up and down season really, and uh, we've had a few days off, so had a bit of time to relax and, and breathe really and recharge my batteries but yeah it's been a very interesting season. Has it taken its toll? I just wonder how difficult it is to, you never need picking up to play for England, I know that and come away with, 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 your, with, your, with your country but it must have been a pretty draining nine months for you wasn't it? Yeah I think we, we started off really well um, then it kind of dwindled down really then but I think we, the character for myself and the team, I think we had a really good end of the season and something we can didn't a position we didn't want to be in, but we can be proud of that we got out of the situation and have that confidence. But I don't think it's been draining too much for me because I enjoy challenges, I enjoy battles. It does seem like that. It seems as though you get pumped up for games and you get pumped up for incidents in games where where you you're, you're challenged an awful lot, where you have to make a, a, a series of saves. Mm. Do you think that's when you're at your best? Um, yeah, you can see I'm I'm quite commanding on the pitch and uh, I'm vocal, but I I also have that calm demeanour about myself where I'm calm in every decision I'm making and making sure I make the right decisions at the right time. And but yeah, it looks like I'm pumped up, but I have that calm calmness about me as well now. That you talk about the second half of the season or the latter stages of the season, 
if you analyse your own performances, you know, individually, is, is that the best form you've had in your career, do you think? Yeah, I think it was a good form. I think my consistency levels over the last 18 months has been really good and I'm really happy with it and I just want to keep getting better and better. So that consistent basis, what I'll keep putting up, I just want to keep continuing it. The next six or seven months look pretty full on as well for club and country. Um, what, how, what, how do you prepare yourself for that? Because you, you know that it's going to be incredibly busy. You've got a very short summer break before you have to go again for an earlier start to the Premier League season. Then there's the break for, for the World Cup. And it's a big six or seven months for you as well. Yeah, for me. I love playing football, so I'll only get a couple of weeks off then I'm straight back into trading after this. And every game I play in, I, I love and I really enjoy the challenge. So the, the, the period of time being hectic, is it's not something I'm not bothered about really because... I just really enjoy playing football. The size of these games as well, Jordan. Um, I mean, I think some of the fans, I think, are still struggling to get their heads around the Nations League and how it works. But let's face it, you've got games against Hungary home and away and Italy and Germany, two of the powerhouses of, of world, world football. Do you think when we're at the end of these four games, we'll have a good idea of where England are in terms of their ambitions and aspirations for the World Cup? Yeah, we all know our ambitions for the World Cup, but these next four games are very competitive games and something we, we uh, want to win really, you know, it's a competition, it's, I know it's only a new competition, but you're playing against the best teams and they're better than playing in friendly matches, you know, going to Munich's arena um, in a full stadium, so stuff like that is very competitive matches which we want to really achieve in. And, and let me ask you finally, you've come so close in a World Cup and a Euros um, and you've been the centre of this squad for both of those tournaments. Do you believe England can win the big one in, in Qatar? Yeah, if you you know it's always going to be challenging. You've got to, you're playing against the best teams in the world, and but it's about us having self belief. And as a nation, we've come so far, so we've had that disappointment in, into the World Cup, then the Euros final. So I think that um, disappointment cries us to go and win it. It speaks volumes, doesn't it? That you call it a disappointment as well. You've made a, a World Cup semi final and a Euros final more than any England team has done for decades and you're calling it a disappointment? It's not a disappointment, we've had disappointment by losing it really, you know, losing the final, getting so close, uh, we're really proud of our achievement getting there, but when you're so close, it, I think it gives you that added extra uh, confidence as well to go and win the World Cup. Can we have Jack Pitt Brook next, sorry Alex? Can we Alex next? Hey Jordan. Um, um, you've been an England player for five years now, do you feel like a senior player around the place and how does that maybe affect how you behave and train, etc.? Yeah, I feel um, 28 now, so definitely one of the more of the senior players now and I think I've got quite a few caps as well added up. So, yes, a senior player and I think you've got a, you have to be a leader when you're a bit older and, yeah, I think for myself I'm definitely one of them. And the public have always really liked your your hunger and your energy and your passion for playing for England. Now that you've got your, I think, 43 caps, do you f is, is that the same as it always was or is it slightly different? No, it's always going to be the same. That's, that's me, really. So I'm always going to be the same character when I'm playing football, if, no if it's for club or country. Alex Hill. There's always a debate about positions and players in the England squad, but debate around your position seems to have gone away. Does that show how well you've been playing for Everton and for England? Yeah, there's always going to be debate and there's always going to be someone challenging you for your position. And it's about key performing for club and country. And um, But you always want challenges. You, as a footballer, you always want to be getting pushed. And 
I really, really enjoy them challenges and it's, it uh, strives me on to be number one for England for longer. So does it help you when there are these younger goalkeepers coming through? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's massive, and you want you want other people playing well, and you want other people pushing. So I think when we're we're, we're training together, we're pushing each other every day to get better and better. And when you've got three lads training that the best, it, it's working well. Uh, some players have spoken about how they're not massive fans of the Nations League. Where does it rank for you as a competition, and what do you feel about it? Yeah, so the fir the the first one we we got the semis um, and got beat off Holland and it was a it was a um, really good game. You know the Croatia game before that to get the semis was a massive game at Wembley and them competitive matches is always going to give you more experience in the bigger tournaments. Okay, we'll go Simon Stanley. Um, we were talking about competition there, Jordan. I just wondered what Aaron Ramsdale being at Arsenal and performing so well this season has done and has it spurred you on to, to perform even better? Yeah, R Ramsdale's had a really good season. Um, first season at Arsenal done unbelievable. But for me, it's always concentrating on yourself as well. So I know I've got to be at my best every day in training because you're always going to have that competition at England and at, at club as well. So you've always got to keep pushing yourself and keep setting yourself targets to become better and get better. And what's your relationship like with him, you both seem quite sort of outgoing characters and personalities. Yeah, he's a great lad, and um, we got on really well. And same with Porpy as well, so we've got that nice group together. Brilliant, uh, Mark Manbryant at the front here. Hi, John. Just on that, with with Aaron and, and Nick, is this the strongest pool of goalkeepers since you've been involved? Are they pushing you harder than you, you ever have been? Do you think? I think since I've been in the system of England, I've, we've, there's always been good competition. You know. I remember my first camp, I was here with Hartie and Jack as well. So there's always been competition. I think there'll always will be competition. But yeah, the Nick and Rams have had two very good seasons and it's, it's a good competition for me. Nick's obviously suffered the relegation where whereas you survived. Have you had a chance to catch up with him and give him your, your sympathies? Yeah, I don't really, you know, it's very disappointing. There's always going to be ups and downs in football. But yeah, it's, um, it's not nice for Nick, but I think he's had a great season as well. You've played in World Cup semi-finals, Euros finals. Do you think, in a way, those big occasions prepared you and helped you in the running for Everton? Where I know it's a cliche, but they say every game's a cup final. Do you think those experiences with England helped you perform better for Everton towards the end? Yeah, um, for me, there I love playing in big football matches. I love playing every football match, and uh, there were massive eight and nine games towards the end of the season. Um, but also, when I was at Sunderland, we were in relegation battles as well, so I had that experience of. Um, staying up with Sullivan when um, Big Sam was a manager, so I, I knew I knew what to deal with. I'm sure you enjoyed the result on Saturday as well. But um, what do you think of Courtois' performance? Yeah, it was uh, it's probably one of the best goalkeeping performances I've seen for a long time, and um, he he probably won Real Madrid the Champions League. So yeah, credit where credit's due. Just shows you how important a goalkeeper can be, I suppose. Doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, we've got two more left in this section. Matt Reid, and then we'll finish with Dom Smith. The end of the season, that buzz must have been absolutely enormous. Can you just describe how long it took for you to come down off, off cloud nine and, um, and how much moments like that inspire you as far as you know, achieving things rather than just surviving in the way that Everton did, which is a huge achievement, but going on and winning trophies and challenging for the World Cup? Yeah, it was a, a big relief towards the end and I was, it was quite tiring to, um, after the game. It was a lot of emotions and... 90 minutes really so yeah them experiences you, you can always take on board and I think they make you better 
no matter what games you're playing in, you know, you're never out of a game and fighting for relegation is a really hard challenge really and um, the confidence we can take that is that as a team at Everton but on as well for yourself really, it's a good achievement. And you, you played behind multiple formations, um, you know, fours and threes and fives at different times at Everton and the combination of centre-backs was changing all the time. How much, is the, how much value is there in the settled centre-back uh, and structural situation at, at, at England? Yeah, I think, well, the, the quality of England, everyone's uh, fighting for the positions, really. So uh, whoever plays is always going to be ready for the game. I think that's for club and country, really. You, you play football for a reason. You're in the, at the highest level for a reason. And, um, yeah, who, whoever plays in front of you is brilliant anyway. So it's, it's good for us. Jordan, on a personal level, you know, you really couldn't have done much more to keep England alive in the final against Italy last summer. Um, how much are you and the team um, looking for revenge in the Nations League, both both this month and in the away leg as well? Yeah, you know, they won the Euros and it hurt us a lot. But we've got four competitive games coming up and at least one of them. So definitely to get a result against them would be nice. And um, for us, I think it's playing them competitive matches for the bigger tournaments as the World Cup's coming ahead of us. You're playing against top nations in the in European football so I think it just gives you that, that extra competition to help you progress. Does that almost make the Nations League more important this time because it's the first, it's obviously it's the third Nations League campaign but it's only the first that comes in the same year as a tournament so it, does that make it more important for trying new formations and, and you know trying um, different systems and stuff in front of really good opponents? Yeah I think we always try different formations you know I think over the last few years and but it's about us winning football matches, you know, and that competitiveness and having that pressure to win football matches is massive for us. And it puts us in good stead, really, going into the World Cup. So it is a good time to play. And just, just finally, um, you must be talking about Everton again. You must be kind of sick and tired of the, the view that some people have that Jordan Pickford never lets England down, but he, he can be error prone for his club. Do you feel that your performances this season, particularly in the second half of the season, um, have put an end to that, that view for, for good? Yeah, I've just got to keep playing well and let other people talk and I know why I'm in my game and I think said uh, to Rob earlier, the last 18 months I think I've been very consistent and it's just about continuing that and just keep getting better and better. Perfect. Best of luck. Cheers, okay, guys, that concludes this particular This podcast is brought to you by Udemy, a leading destination for learning professional skills. Need to train your employees with the latest tech and business skills? Try Udemy, an integrated learning solution trusted by companies like AT&T, NASDAQ, and Glassdoor. With thousands of business learners from around the world, the Udemy 2023 Workplace Learning Trends Report reveals the top skills in demand today. Visit business.udemy.com trends and get the report now. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 